You're listening to the podcast of Canadian Serbian Sun Magazine, a program about Serbs and Serbian culture, which is intended for people around the world. Today's program will be hosted by myself, actor and director Mladen Obradović, and Kristina Bijelić, musician and philologist, Canadian-born Serb. In this episode, we'll take you on a little trip to Serbia and get to know its capital city, Belgrade, and its surroundings. The Republic of Serbia is located in southeastern Europe, on the Balkan Peninsula. It expands over 88,500 square kilometers, and according to the 2019 estimate, has a population of 8 million people. Over 20% of the population lives in the capital, Belgrade, and its surrounding areas. This country, distinguished by unusual natural wonders, enjoys the mild continental climate and up to 270 sunny days per year. The north of Serbia is a plain, and it even has a desert. One poetic image says that the wide Vojvodina plain at the north of Serbia, at night under the light of the stars, looks like the sea. Once there really was a Pannonian sea there, which dried up around 5 million years ago. Farther along southwards, we go towards my family's ancestral home. The plains are spotted with hills until little by little the landscape becomes mountainous. Almost a third of the surface area is covered by forest and houses many endemic species, and the mountain relief of Serbia is rich in canyons, gorges, and caves. Serbia doesn't have any seas, but it has a large number of rivers and lakes. Nature gifted this region many bodies of water, showing off her artistic abilities. The network of rivers, from the calm lowland ones to the fast mountain ones, make up the bloodstream of this country. The rivers of Serbia cut across the whole country and eventually flow into the Black, Adriatic and Aegean seas. In Serbia, even small rivers can create incredible canyons, and it is possible to navigate through the canyons of large rivers. The largest part of the drainage basin, around 90% belongs to the Danube. The Danube is the second longest European river and connects 10 countries. According to many, the 588 kilometers that pass through Serbia are the most beautiful parts of its course. The rivers and lakes of Serbia are the favorite destinations of both domestic and foreign tourists, not only because of its natural beauty and fishing. The water is mostly clean, suitable for water sports and swimming, or one can simply enjoy a walk through the unspoiled natural surroundings. Both the natural and artificial lakes attract more and more tourists all the time. From an ecological standpoint, Serbia, with small exceptions, has plenty of clean drinking water. Back in 2018, the European Union Commission that deals with water quality control gave preference to tap water over bottled water. In Belgrade, tap water is safe for human consumption, is checked every day, and meets European standards. Serbia also has a large number of natural sources which give very high quality water. Let's focus a bit on the food of Serbia, one of my favorite topics. The food produced in Serbia is of very high quality. Organic production is becoming more and more popular and economically significant in Serbia, and is cultivated in unspoiled rural regions, which are also attractive for rural and ethno-tourism. Even in large urban settings, visitors to Serbia will be pleasantly surprised by the markets, which are open year-round and where the selection of fruit and vegetables is ample and of quality rarely seen in Europe. The markets in Belgrade really are wonderful. The Kalinic market smells so beautifully of flowers and fruits. And don't forget Zeleni Venets, 
or Vozdovac or Miljakovac. But you have to make sure you're not buying from a reseller, but directly from the farmers. My wife always finds some little old lady whose stall she returns to every time. Yeah, I think everyone over there does it like that. But let's talk about tourist attractions and activities in Serbia, which is disproportionately full of options compared to its size. Mountain tourism is active in winter and summer, the most famous being the ski center on Mount Kopaonik. There's also rural tourism with ethno-villages, spa tourism, as well as urban tourism throughout the year. Subscribe for print or digital editions of Sun Magazine. With your subscription, you will help promote Serbian ethnic identity, culture and traditions, as well as help develop new podcast content for our Canadian public and other listeners worldwide. Serbia is full of old fortified towns and castles, many religious monuments, national parks, nature reserves, and many places beside lakes and rivers for rest, relaxation, and recreation. Serbia is home to five national parks, a great number of spas, summer and winter mountain resorts, rivers and lakes, prehistoric, Roman and medieval archaeological sites, churches and monasteries of immeasurable value. You can hear more about these topics in our podcasts National Parks of Serbia, Spas of Serbia, Monasteries of Serbia, Roman Serbia, and Prehistory in Serbia. Serbia is home to a large number of cultural historical monuments, and your vacation could be a great opportunity to learn more about its cultural heritage, customs, traditions, music, and dance. And besides all that, the prices of accommodation, food, and museum entrance fees are considerably lower than in North American or Western European countries. For example, in downtown Belgrade, you can stay in a five-star hotel for less than 150 Canadian dollars a night, and in a four-star hotel for between 50 and 100 dollars. For travelers on a tight travel budget, there are many hotels and private accommodations where you can stay for even 20 dollars a night. Museums and exhibits are financed by the state, and the average entrance fee costs between $2.50 and 7 Canadian dollars. When you finally visit Serbia, you'll wish for it not to be your last. It will enchant you with its beautiful landscapes, clean air, healthy drinking water, great tourist attractions and activities, and its special energy and hospitality. A visit to Serbia as with most countries, starts with a visit to its capital city. Belgrade is Serbia's capital and also its political, business, cultural and education capital. Belgrade and its surrounding area is also the meeting place of old and new, on the shores of two rivers. An attractive place for those who wish to visit beautiful landscapes, find out more about the 2,000-year history of the city, enjoy its great hospitality, the cultural and artistic events, as well as meet very friendly people. Belgrade is one of the oldest cities in Europe, and what makes it unique is the fact that for centuries, it was located at the very border of the Eastern and Western Roman empires, and later between Eastern and Western Europe, which can be seen in its architecture and general atmosphere of the city. In Belgrade, you can see Celtic, Roman, Medieval Serbian, Austro-Hungarian, Turkish, and Russian influences. In Belgrade, you can still see traces of the communist and socialist regime that Serbia was under after the Second World War. Many Belgrade buildings were featured in a MoMA exhibit in New York in 2018, entitled Toward the Concrete Utopia, Architecture in Yugoslavia from 1948 to 1980. 
An interesting part of Belgrade that was featured in this exhibit was a whole new city that started to be built in 1948 on the left bank of the Sava River and continues to be built to this day. For many years, this part of Belgrade had only residential developments nicknamed Spavaonica, or sleeping quarters, while in the last few decades it has grown into an important business center. Especially significant buildings are the Palace of Serbia and the Museum of Modern Art. The architectural and urban concept of New Belgrade is strongly reminiscent of Brazil's capital, Brasilia. In 1961, the first summit of the non-allied movement was held in New Belgrade, and on that occasion, the famous Park of Friendship was inaugurated, where many heads of state planted a tree, starting with Josip Broz Tito, and followed over many years by François Mitterrand, Nehru, Nasser, Queen Elizabeth II, Fidel Castro, Gaddafi, Emperor Haile Selassie, Leonid Brezhnev, Mikhail Gorbachev, Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, Todor Zhivkov, Nikolai Ceausescu, Kim Il-sung, Indira Gandhi, and others. Even the Rolling Stones planted a tree in this park in 2007 before their concert in Belgrade. During the 1970s, Belgrade was the set of many films and was visited by many Hollywood stars such as Laurence Olivier, Vivian Lee, Elizabeth Taylor, Richard Burton, Kirk Douglas, Sophia Loren, Alain Delon, and others. Some famous musicians who performed there include Louis Armstrong, Ella Fitzgerald, Dizzy Gillespie, Duke Ellington, and Mikis Teodorakis. Over the last few years, Serbia and Belgrade are becoming more and more popular as Hollywood movie sets. From medieval castles to mountain ranges to city skyscrapers, you can construct a set on practically every corner in Serbia. For example, for the British miniseries Around the World in 80 Days starring Pierce Brosnan, thanks to its diverse nature, landscapes, and impressive architecture, Serbia represented 18 different countries, while Belgrade stood in for seven cities. And did you know that in 2009, Lonely Planet named Belgrade as the city with the best nightlife in the world? I didn't know, but I'm not surprised. Good choice. Modular Home Editions Incorporated. Grow your home in three days. For a free estimate, call 416-759-4663 or visit www.modular.ca. While you're in Serbia's capital, we recommend you visit these places. Walk along Knez Mihailo Street downtown, commonly called just Knez, the popular pedestrian street with restaurants, cafes, stores, and street performers, which connects the central city junction of Terazie with the Kalemegdan Fortress. Within the pedestrian shopping area, visit the streets on both sides of Knez, Obilice Venac, Topličin Venac, and the newly redone historical neighborhood of Kostančiće Venac, with its charming low, old houses and its tree-lined cobblestone street. Between Knez Mihailova Street and Students Park, Uzun Mirkova and Vasina Streets are under construction. Facing the park, we find the popular Kolarac, that is, Kolarac National University, a large venue where concerts of classical, jazz, and ethnomusic are held by local and international musicians. In the old part of the city, you find two buildings you really should visit, Princess Ljubica's residence and the Cathedral Church. Princess Ljubica's residence was built in 1830 during the reign of Miloš Obrenović, with its preserved interiors and permanent exhibits of Belgrade home decor of the 19th century. The Cathedral Church, built in the 19th century, has elegant proportions, an impressive entryway, and beautifully decorated apses and iconostasis. 
Across the street from the church and the residence, an excellent spot for a coffee or traditional Serbian meal is one of the oldest kafanas, or pubs, in Belgrade, called Question Mark, housed in a 200-year-old building. The Belgrade fortress at Kalemegdan was first built in the first century CE by the Romans and was subsequently built upon during the Serbian medieval period in the Turkish and Austro-Hungarian occupations. It looks upon the confluence of the two great rivers that flow through Belgrade, the Sava and the Danube. It is surrounded by greenery and is always in great state and open to receive visitors. Within Kalemegdan Park, in the fortress, are housed many different attractions, such as a series of parks, flower alleys, playing fields, the military museum with its exhibition of cannons and tanks from the First and Second World Wars, and a Roman well. Legend has it that Attila the Hun was buried at the foot of the Kalemegdan fortress. There, you also find the gallery of the National History Museum, the Belgrade Zoo, and its famous restaurant with its pleasant garden and atmosphere, Kalemegdanska Terrasa. On the plateau of the fortress, which offers an unforgettable view of the Sava River flowing into the Danube, the largest river in the former Yugoslavia, as well as New Belgrade and the Great War Island, we find the monument Pobednik, or the Victor, which is truly the symbol of the Serbian capital. On the plateau of the fortress, which offers an unforgettable view of the Sava River flowing into the Danube, the largest river in the former Yugoslavia, as well as New Belgrade and the Great War Island, we find the monument Pobednik, or the Victor, which is truly the symbol of the Serbian capital. Of all the enjoyable tours that include a visit to Kalemegdan and its surroundings, we recommend the tour Underground Belgrade, and for shopping in the Knez Mihailova district, we recommend the Rajcheva shopping center with the hotel restaurant Mama's Shelter on its top floor. On the main square in Belgrade, Republic Square, we find the National Theatre and National Museum. The symbol of the square is the statue of Knez, or Prince Mihailo Brenovic, who in 1867 managed to free a large part of Serbia from the Turks and vastly ameliorated Serbia during his reign. The statue depicts the prince on a horse, and this is one of the most popular places in Belgrade if you want to meet up with friends, meet new people, or go on a date. If you want to be absolutely sure about where you're going to meet up, just say, see you at the square, or see you by the horse. The National Museum is the largest building housing historical and artistic objects in Serbia. It was built in 1844 and has over 400,000 archaeological and historical artistic artifacts. Of special note are Miroslav's Gospel, the oldest and most precious Cyrillic manuscript from the year 1190, prehistoric sculptures from the civilizations of Lepinski Vir and Vincha, a large numismatic collection with ancient coins, but also with the famous 500 trillion dinar bill from the time of hyperinflation in 1993, and a stunning collection of Serbian and Yugoslav painters such as Paja Jovanović, Nadezhda Petrović and Sava Šumanović, as well as sculptor Ivan Meštrović. The National Theatre is also located in the Republic Square and it is the communal home of Serbian opera, ballet and drama. Founded in 1868, since then it has been one of the most representative and significant cultural institutions in Belgrade and in Serbia. Mladen, you performed in the National Theatre, didn't you? Yes, I did. My professor, the late great Siga Jerenic, was a principal actor in the National Theatre, so it made perfect sense for our class to perform our thesis presentation on the smaller performance stage at the theater, named after Rasha Plavić, who was my professor's drama professor. Performing on that stage was a great honor for me, and I also had a smaller role in a run of Gospodja Ministarka, 
which was performed on the main stage for 20 years already and which has become a symbol of that theater. Just as its playwright, Branislav Nosic, became a symbol of Belgrade. Not far from the National Theater, we find Terazie. Terazie Square, right beside Knez Mihailova Street, is the heart of Belgrade and the main transit square, just like Piccadilly in London or Puerta del Sol in Madrid. The square features the Terazia Fountain, work of the stonecutter Frank Laurent, done in the Romantic style, which represents one of the most important monuments in Belgrade from the reign of Prince Milos Obrenovic. It was built in 1860 to mark his return to the throne. Around the square are historical buildings from the time when the square was built. Hotel Moskva, Hotel Balkan, Hotel Casina, and Palace Albania. When you're at Terazie, definitely find some time to visit one of the oldest and most popular Belgrade hotels, Hotel Moskva. You have a coffee and a slice of their famous cake, Moskva Slice. This hotel has been under government protection since 1968, and it is a unique architectural gem, built in the Vienna Secession style with ancient Greek elements and an impressive facade made of ceramic tiles. The interior of the hotel and its restaurant are also done in the Vienna style, and its large and comfortable garden is only closed on the coldest winter days. Year-round, guests can listen to live classical and jazz music while they enjoy their coffee, drinks, or cake. Subscribe for print or digital editions of Sun Magazine. With your subscription, you will help promote Serbian ethnic identity, culture, and traditions, as well as help develop new podcast content for our Canadian public and other listeners worldwide. From the Terazia Plateau under Terazia Square and Hotel Moskva, you have a view of the historical structure of the Zeleny Venets Market and of the Sava Slope at whose foot you can find the popular tourist neighborhood Sava Mala with its boutique hotels, little cafes, nightclubs and famous murals. This old neighborhood is located at the edge of the newly constructed Belgrade waterfront where you can walk along the Sava, sit in one of the restaurants along the river or visit the new Galleria shopping center with its boutiques, restaurants, movie theater, and art galleries. From Terazie, you can head in the other direction towards Nikola Pašić Square to visit the Ethnographic Museum of Serbia, which has an excellent permanent exhibition, The National Culture of Serbs in the 19th and 20th Centuries, with folk costumes, furniture, and everyday objects from that era, as well as many temporary exhibitions. At the end of this charming square with a fountain, we find two important monumental historical buildings, the National Assembly of Serbia, which was once the Assembly Building of Socialist Yugoslavia, and the City Hall of Belgrade, the National Assembly Building built in the academic neo-baroque style with its stone facade and copper roof with cupolas, was built in 1907 and commissioned by King Petar I Karadzorjevic. Besides the National Museum and Ethnographic Museum, visitors to Belgrade should definitely not miss the Nikola Tesla Museum, dedicated to the inventions of the great Serbian-American scientist and inventor who, with reason, is often called the man who invented the 20th century. The small museum, with its incredible collection of Tesla's inventions, his ashes, and an excellent museum tour is located on Krunska Street, a charming street with a green traffic island. From the museum, you can pass by the Kalinic market in order to get down to the Slavia roundabout and fountain and continue toward the Vračar plateau, where you can find the National Library of Serbia, the statue of Karadžorđe, and the largest Orthodox church in the Balkans and one of the largest in the world, the Church of San Sava. San Sava was a medieval Serbian prince, writer, diplomat, 
and the first Serbian Archbishop of the Autocephalous. And the first Serbian Archbishop of the Autocephalous Serbian Orthodox Church. The cult of Saint Sava among the Serbs has been very strong for centuries. The church was erected on the spot where, in the 16th century, his relics were burned on the order of Turkish commander Sinan Pasha and built in the Serbian Byzantine style with four bell towers at 44 meters tall. The church is 82 meters tall, the cupola is 70 meters tall, and the golden cross is 12 meters tall and visible from all entrances to the city. The smaller cupolas are adorned with 18 golden crosses and the bell towers contain 49 bells. The church is coated with marble and granite and the interior decoration was done in a mosaic style. The cupola is decorated with a 40-ton mosaic and under the church is a beautifully decorated crypt. On the topic of nightlife, Belgrade has a vast array of options on offer and it's hard to decide on just one place. But besides Savamala, the bohemian neighborhood of Skadarlia should definitely not be missed. Skadarska Street, where Skadarlia is located, is around 500 meters long and is in the very center of Belgrade. Because of its proximity to the National Theatre, many actors lived there at the end of the 19th and beginning of the 20th centuries. After actors came other artists, including poets, writers, and painters. It is said that actors never eat before a show because of stage fright. Is that true? More or less. Hence, a great moment to grab a bite and, of course, drink something, is after the show, when everyone is more relaxed and midnight is fast approaching. This is why in Skadarlia, restaurants sprouted like mushrooms and are some of the oldest in Belgrade. Many nightclubs offer a great night out for hundreds of people, and some are open 7 days a week, 365 days a year. During the summertime, the river raft clubs or splavs are some of the most popular places to go out clubbing. Belgrade also offers visitors many places to rest and relax. Topčider, Košutnjak and Tašmajlen parks, walking and biking trails around the Sava and Danube rivers, the confluence of the Sava and Danube, Ada Ciganlija. These are all popular Belgrade forest, park or riverside outings. In recent years, Belgrade has increasingly become a tourist destination for longer visits during the summer months when temperatures can reach the 40s and offers a few beaches where you can cool down. The most popular beaches are Lido on the Danube and Ada Ciganlia, a river island on an artificial lake. Ada offers all-day fun with its water sports, zipline, mini farm, bike paths, and large number of restaurants with gardens and lounge chairs. The traffic is strictly regulated, so visitors can get around the island on the little train. At the far end of Ada, you can also find the popular nudist beach. Belgrade is the location of many cultural events, international festivals, fairs, and sporting events. Here are just a few of them. Bemos, the Belgrade Music Festival. The Belgrade International Book Fair. Fest, the Belgrade Film Festival. Beer Fest, that one's pretty obvious. The Belgrade Jazz Festival. The October Art Salon. The Davis Cup Tennis Tournament. The Belgrade Marathon. The Belgrade Boat Carnival. And the Belgrade International Regatta. If you're a fan of escape rooms, Belgrade has an excellent array of these all over the city as well. Your home sold at the price acceptable to you, guaranteed, or I pay the difference. Buyers, if you're not satisfied with your home purchase within 18 months, I'll sell it for free. No gimmicks or empty promises and with a guarantee certificate. For the exclusive seller's guarantee and buyer's protection programs, please visit 
www.thepopovicrealtyteam.com or simply call or text us. Call Veselko Popovich, sales representative for Century 21 Leading Edge Realty Incorporated at 416-892-4921 or send an email to veselko.popovich at bell.net. If you want a little excursion just 16 kilometers south of Belgrade, we recommend visiting the mountain Avala. This mountain is 511 meters tall, which means it enters the mountain category by just 11 meters, and it can be visited by driving to the top, or the more popular way, recreational mountaineering. At the top of Avala, at the site where the medieval town fortress Zhurnov used to stand, we find the Monument to the Unknown Hero, a magnificent war memorial to the fallen soldiers of the First World War and the Balkan Wars. The monumental sarcophagus made of black granite from Yablanitsa was the work of Ivan Mestrovich and was built between 1934 and 38 by commission of Yugoslavian King Alexander Karadjordjevic. It was built in the neoclassical style and is reminiscent of a Greek temple. Mestrovich was actually inspired by the tomb of Cyrus, King of Persia. Eight Karyatids, sculptures of women in national folk costumes, symbolized the mothers of the fallen soldiers, the peoples, and the regions of the Kingdom of Yugoslavia at the time. Slovenia, Croatia, Bosnia, Dalmatia, Montenegro, Vojvodina, Serbia, and South Serbia. There is also a telecommunications tower on Avala. The first tower was built in 1965, based on the plans of architects Slobodan Janic and Uglješa Bogunović, and project engineer Milan Krstić. This engineering feat of the Socialist Federal Republic of Yugoslavia was the tallest construction in the country at the time, at 202.87 meters tall, and was unique for being the only tower in the world to have an equilateral triangle as its cross-section. It was destroyed on April 29, 1999, during the NATO bombing of Yugoslavia. Since the beginning of the military operation that had started on March 23rd, NATO aviation had tried several times to destroy the Avala Tower, at which it finally succeeded when two laser-guided bombs hit a leg of the tower, causing it to collapse. Until September 11th, with the destruction of the Twin Towers, the Avala Tower had been the largest destroyed construction in the world. The new tower, 1.7 meters taller than its predecessor, was given back to Belgrade in its full glory on April 21, 2010. From its observatory at 122 meters, one can see a large part of the central Serbian region of Šumadija. People have said about Belgrade. When I came, I found the most beautiful city since ancient times, the enormous city of Belgrade. Despot Stefan Lazarević. I was particularly impressed by the bright and warm atmosphere of Belgrade, writer Samuel Beckett. Writer Momo Kapor says, Belgrade is a low-budget New York. Belgrade is in the idea that pollinates the world wherever its spirit is taken. It is in some joke, in an accidental gesture, in the innate leisure with which both victories and failures are accepted, over there where the measuring unit for style is charm. Belgrade is the ugliest city in the world in the most beautiful place in the world. French architect Le Corbusier. Film director Anse Waida said, Belgrade is a fantastic European city connected to the world. American actor Jack Nicholson said in 1973, This is my first time in Belgrade. I came also because I have never been in this region in the east of Europe. In a very short time, I have found two things, both important to me. The food is excellent and the approach to cinema is far more intellectual than in America. 
under whose ramparts so many battles have been fought, which changed hands so many times and was destroyed 50 times only to rise again out of its historical grave, as did our Belgrade. Doesn't the fact that this is a Serbian city say something about the Serbs? Writer Borislav Bekic. You are listening to the podcast of Canadian-Serbian Sun magazine about Serbia, Serbs, and Serbian culture around the world. Join us for future episodes where Sun collaborators will continue to introduce you to the traditions and culture of the Serbian people. Until next time, greetings from the editorial staff at Sun magazine. The creation of this podcast was financially supported by the Government of Canada.